today's Stats Canada's Labour Force Survey came out for July, uh, and it, it shows that uh, we are doing okay, a 4,100 uh, person increase in full-time jobs and 5,700 decrease in part-time jobs. That's 5,700 uh, people. Joining me now to talk a little bit about the July Labour Force Survey is Brenda Bailey, Minister of Jobs, Economic Development and Innovation. Minister, thank you for joining us. Hi, good afternoon. Good afternoon. So in your mind, is this good news or are we still having some difficulties in a post-COVID environment? Uh, Yes, (laughs) I would say that this is um, kind of a mixed report. Um, You've highlighted um, one of the positive aspects, 4,100 full-time jobs. And there are a number of others, including private sector employment, increasing by 6,000. But we are seeing a mixed bag, kind of depending on where you are in the province and which area of the economy you're measuring. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, we've also lost about 20,000 private sector jobs over the last three months or so. Uh, What is your government doing in regards to uh, protecting and preserving those jobs and hopefully building more jobs moving forward? Because there have been, um, has been significant on talk of the impact it's had on our resource sector, the layoffs uh, in the Prince George area, Vandroof area, but we have lost 20,000 private sector jobs uh, over the past three months under your government. Why is that? Well, there's a number of different factors. First of all, um, much of uh, uh, what's causing those losses are our global situations. Um, we've certainly been impacted by uh, interest rates, uh, inflation, supply chain, chain challenges, and now wildfires as well. So there's a number of different factors that are impacting the economy. Um, I will point out, though, that um, from January to now, we have 32,000 full-time jobs to the positive. Uh, that's to the positive. Mm-hmm. So I think um, it's important, though, to talk about some of the challenging areas. And certainly, um, as you've rightly pointed out, we've seen the curtailments in the forestry sector. Mm-hmm. A number of different factors involved in that as well, including the number prices and housing starts in the U.S. Um, so we're doing a number of different things to address that. Um, I have in my ministry, for example, a program called the Manufacturing Jobs Fund. And this is a way for us to help forestry-impacted communities have more diversity of opportunities within those communities. The Manufacturing Jobs Plan is money that can de-risk investments by private sector companies to expand manufacturing or to transition into manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's up to $10 million per project, a uh, maximum 20%. And we're starting to see those roll right now. So to give you an example of how it can help forestry impact the community, if you take a look at um, Williams Lake, um, we've provided funding to a company called Masses there, which works in the mass timber sector. This is a really important sector for us. We've got a mass timber plan, and we're really expanding mass timber in the province. It allows more jobs per tree taken out of the forest in our sustainable forestry sector. And it's really focused on also um, GHD reduction in building. Mass timber is a, a really interesting new value-added um, way to build that we're really quite bullish on. So investing in communities that are transitioning into those types of um, manufacturing opportunities is one of the ways we're ensuring there are high-quality jobs. In mm-hmm. uh, and, I, and I understand where you're coming from, Minister, but to my understanding, nearly 60% of all the jobs that have been added under your government since 2017, when they were first elected, have been public sector jobs. Uh, that's about 116,000. And uh, the private sector jobs 
have increased by 79,000. So nearly 60% of all jobs created since 2017 are government jobs. This is not sustainable. And that's the, going back to my original question. What else will your government be doing to make sure that those private sector jobs play a much bigger role moving forward? Because at the end of the day, you can't have government too many more government jobs than private sector jobs. The system doesn't work. What else do you think your government needs to be doing to make sure you increase that number of private sector jobs uh, being created in this province? Well, we're doing a lot in regards to that, but I do want to push back on one of your assumptions, which is public sector jobs are negative. And I don't agree with that. I mean, public sector, and you know, speaking frankly, there were a lot of cutbacks in public sector in the previous government, right? Mm-hmm. And that is healthcare, and that is education, and we're seeing the implications of that right now on the ground. So these are very important jobs, and I am very happy to defend public sector jobs. We need more teachers. We need more nurses. We are expanding those fields because our communities are expanding, and we don't have enough workers in those fields. So mm-hmm. yes, we're seeing a growth in public sector jobs and that's important. In this, regards to private sector, mm-hmm. what we know is that there has been a real impact on investment into private sector and that's largely because of global factors. We're seeing that all across the world. This is not unique to British Columbia. So we've done a number of different things. We're really doubling down on promoting British Columbia as opposed to invest. We've got a tremendous, tremendous opportunity here. We have one of the strongest tech sectors. In fact, we have the largest, fastest growing tech sector in North America here in British Columbia. And we're investing further in it. We're doing things like investing in our biotech sector. We've got a very aggressive biotech strategy, probably most advanced in Canada. Mm-hmm. And we're ensuring that that sector continues to expand, which is what we're seeing right now. So we're not sitting back on our haunches watching these numbers. We're making investments and we're driving forward. Yeah, and and I, this was an attack on the public sector. I, I I would agree with you. We need more doctors. We need, we need more nurses. We need more teachers. But to pay those salaries, you also need a strong and vibrant uh, private sector, which has been struggling for a variety of reasons. Some of it structural, some of it COVID-related, all of those reasons. But at the end of the day, I just think that when you look at the basic numbers of public sector hiring versus private sector hiring, the private sec- public sector hiring is, is higher. And I just don't know how you sustain that in the years ahead. You need more private sector jobs. But let's go to the other which is, core. Which is exactly why we're making the investments that we're making. You know, if you look at what we've done with Accelera, for example, it's a great example. Mm-hmm. You know, we've done a direct investment of $75 million. It unlocked $225 million from the federal government, $400 million from the private sector partner for a $700 million campus, which is going to not only employ 500 people in high-level scientific and technology jobs, but provide an anchor company that can be attending in British Columbia and sticking in BC for years to come to ensure that this sector continues to grow. Those are the types of investments we're making into the private sector uh, community, and we need to do more of it. Minister Bailey, thank you so much for your time, and have yourself a wonderful uh, BC Day long weekend. I wish you the same. Thank you very much for having me on.